Welcome to the Sweat Simple Podcast. My name is Brooks Hervis, and I'm an online fitness coach helping people simplify and make sense out of the all-too-confusing fitness and nutrition industry. In this episode, I'm breaking down how to prep and plan for your week so that you're more successful with your fitness goals. So grab a coffee, water, glass of wine, or lace up your walking shoes, and let's dive in. Hi guys, and happy Thursday. I hope you're having the best day. Uh, I have been up since probably like 3 a.m., so we'll see what comes out of my mouth. Um, I teach a class every Wednesday morning, or I teach two classes, but my first class is at 5 a.m., and the night before, I just don't really sleep well because I'm paranoid that I'm going to miss my alarm, Um, and for some reason last night, it was really bad. So starting at like 2 a.m., I was up every 15 minutes um, worried that I had like somehow missed my alarm. So uh, we'll see what comes out for this podcast. But this is going to be a great topic because there is one thing that all of my most successful online coaching clients have in common, and it is their ability to plan like truly my clients are the who are the most successful are the ones who are able to really nail this strategy down and before you roll your eyes at me and tell me that you are just not a planner know that most of them most of those clients were not planners either but there is research to show that if you're able to look ahead and understand what might be a hurdle for you during the week or during the month and have a plan for how you're going to address and navigate that hurdle, you'll be more successful when it comes to hitting your fitness goals. So that is my goal for you by the end of this podcast. I don't need you turning into a type A planner who has every single detail of your upcoming week outlined. That's not what I'm asking you to do. But by the end of this podcast, I do want you to have an understanding of how to make planning work for you so that you can be successful in hitting your fitness goals. If you're serious about being consistent, if you're serious about seeing results, flying by the seat of your pants won't cut it. Uh, And truly, again, like if you feel like you are just not a planner right now, that is fine. But I do really want you to work on that fixed mindset. And rather than just thinking, well, I'm not a planner, this isn't for me, have more of a growth mindset. Think about how you can become a planner and how you can implement these things in your life so that you are going to be more successful. So I'm going to break down this step-by-step process for you but also know that you don't have to follow this process 100%. I want you to kind of pick and choose what's gonna work for you. So I'm breaking this up into different elements of planning and prep. And the first element is meal planning in general, but know that there are different levels of meal planning and I really want you to find what works for you. You can be that person that plans out every single meal and snack, or you can be the person who just plans one meal a day. So for instance, I'm someone who eats the same things for lunch and breakfast pretty much all week. So for those meals, I really am just picking one thing I'm gonna have for breakfast all week, one thing I'm gonna have for lunch all week, and then I'm planning individual dinners. So that can alleviate some of that planning because I'm not having to come up with 
three individual meals that are different every single day, I'm able to really just come up with one lunch, one, one meal, uh, breakfast for the week and then individual dinners. So find the version of meal planning that works for you. If you're not someone who can eat the same thing every day, maybe you do need to plan out individual meals for every single day, but figure out what's going to work best for you and plan out those meals. Some of my personal favorite places to go to get recipes would be Instagram. I have a saved folder that I keep on there. Um, and actually now Instagram has this new feature where you can create like collaborative folders with other people. So this has been working really well for uh, Michael and I, my fiance, because he can send me some recipes that he's excited about that look good to him. We can keep them on this shared folder. And then I have a place to go back and reference for new recipes as I'm planning meals for the week. Uh, so I also do the same thing with TikTok. I have a shared or a saved folder on there of recipes I want to try. Um, and really kind of once I find a few recipe developers that I really like, I just go to their website. But the biggest thing is to have meals on repeat and save them somewhere. So for me, yes, I have this Instagram folder. Yes, I have this TikTok folder. But when I try a recipe and I really like it and it works for us, I save it to this Pinterest board. And I do most of my meal planning from that Pinterest board because those are tried and true recipes that I've tried. I like. I know they're easy enough to make and I can just pull from those every single week instead of starting completely from scratch. If every single week you are starting with a blank slate and you are always having to find new recipes, that's going to get exhausting really quickly. So instead, you have to have a place where you save recipes that you've tried, that work for you, and that you really like. And you should be pulling most of your recipes from that place and then you can sprinkle in a couple new ones each week so that that saved recipe um, folder or Pinterest board or whatever it is grows over time. But really you wanna take a lot of the legwork out of this for you each week and you wanna have a go-to place with go-to recipes that you can pull from each week. Another tip when it comes to meal planning, make sure that some meals are easy. Not every night has to be a fancy recipe. And if you are someone who is busy, who is tired after work, you're not going to want to cook gourmet meals every night. And that is okay. Know that a meal and a quote unquote recipe can just be a carb, a protein, and a vegetable. You can toss them all in a skillet. You can cook them separately. You can cook them all on a sheet plan, sheet pan, but just, I'm so into meal planning that I call it a sheet plan. Uh, but just picking a carb, a protein, and a vegetable is enough. That's a meal. It does not have to be some fancy recipe. The other thing that's going to really help you is to have a routine for meal planning. So one of my clients does this, and it is absolutely genius. Um, so she knows that she's really busy on Mondays. So Monday is a crockpot meal night. She throws it in during her lunch, and then it's ready to go by the time she finishes work for the day. Tuesday, she has a little bit more time. So Tuesday is always a new recipe. Wednesday, she typically has leftovers. Thursday is another really busy day. So she keeps it super simple with that build a plate meal, the protein, the carb, the vegetable. And then Friday, she typically eats out. So do you notice how like she has a system in place so that 
she's not, again, looking at the week as a blank slate, but instead she's saying, okay, every Monday is a meal like this. Every Tuesday is a meal like this. When you do that, when you have a routine and a blueprint for the week, it makes meal planning a lot less daunting because instead of having like 500 million options for dinners, you're narrowing it down just a little bit. It's also keeping you realistic. Again, if you know that Tuesday is a really busy day for you, that's not a good day to try a really heavy-handed, hard-to-make recipe. That's going to be a day that you want to keep it really simple. So know that about your schedule and plan meals that fit your schedule. The last thing when it comes to meal planning is pre-logging your meals if you're counting calories. This can be so beneficial. Yes, it's one more step, but it's one more step at the front of the week so that you have less to do as the week goes on. Pre-logging your meals means that you're putting all your meals into MyFitnessPal before the week even starts. The huge benefit of this is that you then know if you follow what you logged for the week in MyFitnessPal, you're going to hit your protein and you're going to hit your calories. And when you pre-log um, those days, if you notice that you're not going to hit your protein or your calories one day, you now have the opportunity in advance to change portion sizes, to switch some foods around so that you do hit your calories. This can be a game changer because rather than trying to jigsaw pieces, puzzle pieces, foods together day of, and rather than realizing, you know, when it's time for dinner, you don't have many calories left and you're not sure what to do. You don't have any of that in the moment decision-making. You don't have any of that in the moment. Oh no, what am I going to do? Because you've already planned all of this in advance. You already know if you just follow through with the plan, you're going to be successful. So pre-logging can be a game changer. This also gets easier the more recipes you have in MyFitnessPal and if you're eating more of the same repeat things each week. So for example, if you are someone who eats the same breakfast all five, seven days of the week, then you can just copy that breakfast to the entire week. Makes it so easy. And again, you're just taking a lot of uncertainty out of it because you know if you just follow through on this plan, if you follow through with what you have logged, you will hit your calories, you will hit your protein, you're taking all the guesswork out of it for you, and you're going to be really consistent. Now, once you meal plan, once you've got all that set up, you know exactly what you're going to be eating for the week, you've got it all locked into my fitness pal, then you need to actually grocery shop. Obviously, you guys don't really need recommendations on how to grocery shop, but something I did want to mention is that it can be helpful to split up your meal planning, your meal prep, and your grocery shopping into different days. A mistake that I often see people making is trying to do all three of these activities on one day, which then is why it feels so overwhelming because now you're spending hours on one day, typically Sunday when you just want to relax, prepping for the week. Of course, that's not fun. So instead, can you split these activities up so you're not doing them all on one day? So maybe you meal plan for 20 minutes on Friday, and then on Saturday, you get a grocery pickup order or you shop first thing. That might be another hour. And then you actually meal prep on Sunday, but you're splitting it up so it doesn't feel like that much over the course of three days versus trying to do it all in one day. It takes up like an entire half of your day. Um, it feels exhausting. It feels overwhelming. You don't want to do it. Splitting it up can be really beneficial. 
So once you've grocery shopped, now it is time to actually meal prep. Now there are different kinds of meal prep and it can be helpful to decide what kind of meal prepper you are in advance because that can kind of dictate even the type of meals that you're planning for the week. So I say that there are three types of meal preppers. The first one is the repeater. This is your standard meal prep that you always think of when you hear meal prep, and that is having one thing you're eating for breakfast all week, having one thing you're eating for lunch all week, having one thing you're eating for dinner all week. You make one big portion, you split it up into five or seven days, and you just eat that thing every single day. Now, I don't mind doing this for breakfast and lunch. Like I said, I do that pretty frequently, but I need a little bit more variation than that. So the repeater, though, is a good option if you're someone who doesn't mind eating the same thing all week. You don't really like cooking during the week, so you only want to do it once. Um, and you're you're busy. Maybe you don't even have time to cook or prep during the week. So if that those all sound like you, the repeater could be a good option, which means you're just meal prepping every single meal all at once, and then you are set for the week. The other kind of meal prepper is the leftover lover. And this is when you are making double portions of something at dinner to then have for next for lunch the next day. So you are still repeating meals, but you're really only eating two servings of a meal at most because you're having it one day for dinner and then the next day for lunch. This works really well if you don't mind cooking every single night. You need a little bit more variation um, and you know you you don't want to be eating the same exact thing for lunch and dinner all week. So you're okay eating it another time after you have it for dinner, but you don't want to be eating that all week long. So this can be a really good option, again, if you don't mind cooking every night. So the last one is called the mix and match. Now, this is more ingredient prep rather than full-on meal prep. Um, and this is a great option for people who hate leftovers and you hate eating the same thing over and over, but you also don't want to spend like hours in the kitchen cooking full meals every time you want to eat. So what this is, is basically prepping some sort of protein at the start of the week, some sort of carb or a couple different carb options, making sure you have cut up vegetables for the week, and then combining these in different ways to make different meals. So an example of this could be you make a big batch of buffalo chicken on Sunday. This is your um, your protein for the week. Throughout the week, you might add that buffalo chicken to salad with some jasmine rice and have like a really yummy buffalo chicken salad. Another day, you might add it to a wrap and have a buffalo chicken wrap. So you see what I'm saying? You're, you're making one ingredient, but you're uh, combining it with different things in different ways throughout the week. So you're really eating different meals and you're not getting sick of it, but you still had something prepped for the week. Um, I am more of like a mix and matcher now. So I really just kind of like prep uh, especially for lunch, I kind of just like prep a protein that I then um, make and include in like my salads or sandwiches throughout the week. It works really well. Um, and this ingredient prep is like a really good option if full meal prep feels too daunting, which for a lot of people it does at first. And I totally get that. So ingredient prep is a great place to start just picking one protein um, to add to your meals. Because typically, 
protein can be uh, kind of like the most daunting to cook and it takes the longest. And at the end of the workday, that's what you don't want to do is sit and watch your cooking chick. Oh my gosh, <laughs> watch your chicken cook. Um, so I told you guys up since 3am. So that so cooking the chicken in advance eliminates a lot of that wait time and you can just throw it on to whatever else you're having for dinner. Dinner's ready a lot quicker. You're more likely to actually eat that food. Same thing with having all those vegetables cut up in advance. You're a lot likely to more likely to eat them if they're already prepped, if they're ready to go, um, rather than having to cut them up every single night and prepare them. Now let's dive into a couple of planning strategies that you do still want to do on a weekly basis. The first one is planning for social events. If you only do one type of planning for the entire week, this should be it. You need to start looking down your week, looking down the pipeline and determining how you want to handle these social events. The first thing to ask yourself is, is this a special occasion? Is this something that like truly doesn't happen all that often that you just want to enjoy without worrying about calories? Or is this something that you do pretty frequently and it is important that you still hit your calories at this thing? So I'm going to pick an example. Let's say it is date night this upcoming Friday. But let's also say that you do date night every single Friday. That means that date night isn't really a special occasion. It's happening multiple times a month. And because of that, it's important to plan ahead and make sure that you're still hitting your calories even while you go out to eat and even while you're enjoying your drinks. So how should you plan for this event? The first thing would be um, to, if you're going out to eat, I would suggest looking at the menu in advance and deciding what you're going to order and then actually logging that into my fitness pal. So this is just like why you log your meals for the rest of the week. If you log it in there in advance, you can see for sure, like, yes, I'm going to hit my calories today if I eat this or nope, I'm not. That means I need to adjust something to make sure I can hit my calories. Also having it pre-logged in your app means that you're actually more likely to stick to this plan and be successful. Another thing I want you to do is set bright lines. Now, a bright line is just like a clear boundary, a clear line you draw in the sand so there is no gray and you do it in advance so you don't have to make these decisions in the moment. So my favorite types of bright lines would be a bright line around the number of drinks you're going to have. So let's say in order to hit your calories, in order to be successful, you want to have two drinks on date night. You would set a bright line, I'm having two drinks. That means when the opportunity for that third drink comes around, you're passing because you already decided in advance you're having two drinks. Another bright line I really like is the plate rule. Making a rule that everything you eat has to be on a plate. So no eating the chips and the salsa directly out of the basket, no pulling the appetizers off the big serving tray, everything you eat has to be on a plate. This will just make you a little bit more mindful of what you're actually consuming and help you kind of stay the course and pay attention to portion sizes. So really with social events, the biggest thing is just planning for them in advance. Don't just go into them saying, well, I want to stick to my goals. Get specific. How will you hit your calories? Will you hit your protein? How many drinks will you have? You have to get really specific. Otherwise, you're not going to be feel successful in the moment because you're going to have to rely on willpower and discipline in the moment 
rather than having planned in advance and knowing exactly how you're going to handle it. So planning ahead for these social events, thinking about how you want to handle them in advance is so, so key. The next area of planning is planning your workouts. This is another one. It is not enough to just say, well, I want to do three workouts a week. Okay, what happens when Monday gets really busy at work and you say, okay, well, I'm only doing three this week, so I'll get it done Tuesday. And then Tuesday, you're not really feeling well. So you're like, you know what, I'll just do it Wednesday. And then all of a sudden, it's Saturday, you have two days left in the week, but you still somehow have to do three workouts. Tell me if this sounds familiar. <laughs> Instead, you need to get specific about when you're going to do these workouts and what you're actually going to do. So rather than just the, okay, I'm going to work out three times this week. It's, I am going to strength train three times this week on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday before work. And then you're actually going to put those times into your calendar or into your planner like an appointment. You probably put your doctor's appointments or your work meetings into your calendar. Now you're doing the same with your workouts. And just like how you wouldn't not show up for a work meeting and you wouldn't cancel a doctor's appointment at the very last minute just because work was busy, you aren't canceling yourself on these workouts. So schedule them, get specific about what they are, get specific about when they're happening and put them in your doc. Lastly, is to don't forget about the weekends. You don't need to perfectly plan out everything, but you should have a blueprint for your weekend. So this is where people typically slip up because they do a really good job of planning from Monday through Friday, but then Saturday and Sunday rolls around and they have a completely blank slate and things kind of fall to the wayside. Don't let that happen. If you are successful planning during the week, you need to follow through and continue to plan on the weekend. You don't need to plan everything out perfectly. Like it's okay to still have unplanned things pop up like a random dinner or a random happy hour, whatever that looks like, but try to do your best. Think about what meals you'll eat at home. Think about what meals you'll eat out. Even if you don't know where those are happening yet, you still probably know that you might eat a couple out have those plans in place and make sure you're prepared for them with groceries in the fridge or whatever that needs to look like so that you're not relying on takeout the whole weekend and you're not waiting until you're starving to then realize you need to figure out what you're going to eat. So have some sort of plan for the weekend for your meals so that you can continue to be just as successful as you have been during the week. The very last thing is to give yourself flexibility. We can plan out everything perfectly, but the reality is that we are not in a lab. We are in real life and things won't always go to plan. And when that happens, you need to be okay with that and you need to give yourself flexibility. What I mean by that though, is that you're not throwing in the towel when things don't go to plan. You're not saying, oh my God, plan is ruined. What's the point? I'm just going to eat whatever I want. No, the day is not ruined. Just because something did not go as planned does not mean that you need to go in the complete opposite direction. 
find a way to do the best you can with what you're given. Something that can really help with this is something that I call emergency meals. Have these emergency meals on hand. These are meals that you can always keep the ingredients on stock. You can make them in under 10 minutes. And these are things that you would make rather than ordering takeout. So let's say you have a plan to cook this like really incredible new recipe. You were super excited about it, but then you had a fire pop up at work and you're feeling really overwhelmed. You worked two hours later than you were expecting and you just don't have it in you to cook this gourmet meal that you had planned. Old you might've said, okay, time for takeout. I'm ordering pizza, screw it, day's ruined. New you is going to say, okay, I don't have the energy to cook this gourmet meal, but I can throw together this emergency meal and I'm gonna have that instead. And the emergency meals, a couple examples for me would be like a pasta, chicken sausage, and a frozen vegetable. You can mix it all together. You can add a little bit of sauce. It's a great meal. You can keep all of that on hand always. And it comes together in like under five minutes. You need these meals for when things don't go to plan. You can have the same backup plan with your workouts. Okay, you end up not being able to get to the gym for a full hour. Totally fine. Could you go for a walk outside? Keep remembering that when things go to plan, things don't go to plan, the day is not ruined. Your entire life is not ruined. You're not failing on your fitness goals. You just need to adjust and give yourself some more flexibility. That wraps it up for this episode of the Sweat Simple Podcast. I hope that that was helpful. And if you guys have any questions about anything I discussed, please feel free to shoot me a DM. I would love to chat with you guys about it. You know that my DMs are always open. Um, Either way, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for showing up. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week.